You're listening to Drinking Socially, the official Untapped podcast, your weekly look into what's happening in the Untapped community and the world of beer. I'm Kyle. And I'm Tim. Drinking Socially is released every Wednesday morning and can be found at podcast.untapped.com or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Uh, no, this week we have something special going on. Uh, we are inviting on our friend Ryan from the Wilmington office. He is joining us uh, for today's show. Via satellite. Via satellite. Yes, we're that fancy. <laughs> by satellite, you mean 10 minutes of futzing around trying to get the internet working? Yeah. You know, every every time we do this, it's a little it's a little bit different. So we've done the last two shows remotely, and now this is, this is like the ultimate remote. Uh, Ryan, thank you for joining us. I am very excited to be on the show, and I feel like ten minutes is kind of conservative. <laughs> I was trying to, I was trying to make Kyle look better, like like forty. <laughs> our maybe. technical, our board op over there, a nice round thirty. Maybe we can all okay. get behind. Let's go with that. Yeah, we'll, anyway, we'll do that. We're set up now. Ryan's here. Um, Ryan is one of our product designers. Um, like I mentioned, he's over in our headquarters in Wilmington, North Carolina. In case anyone didn't know, uh, myself and Kyle are both uh, designers, and Ryan is as well. So we thought we'd all get together, do a fun little show here. So welcome, Ryan. Maybe maybe just tell us tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, what, what what's your background in design? I feel like this isn't a job interview. We've worked together for like two years now, and so it's a little diff. It's a little difficult to like, you know how do, how do we introduce our our esteemed colleague? I got in design because. Uh, I've been a musician for a long time. I was really interested in uh, record cover design, as lots of designers are. Um, and then I was introduced to the internet. And now I'm a product <laughs> designer. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's good and bad nowadays. Um, yeah, I. Okay, here's my first craft beer uh, Terrapin Rye PA. Mm, ter- I like a lot of Terrapin stuff. We yeah. have a few Terrapin's things up good here. Stuff. Yeah, that was my first craft beer, and I still love it to this day. Um, I really like Terrapin stuff. Hopsecutioner is very good. Yeah, well, before we get into actually uh, any more content here, let's get something to drink, or I guess in the case of today's show, some things to drink. Um, Today, we're actually going to be cracking open three different beers and not only discussing what's on the inside, uh, but what's on the outside as well. Um, being that we are all designers, we thought it'd be fun to bring in some beers with labels that we like and discuss design and beertography and just all the fun visuals going on in the beer world. So let's start with Ryan's. Ryan, what did you bring today? I have a beer whose name I'm going to butcher for sure, um, but it's Brewery Tarot and it's Ngongo, I believe is how you would say it. Uh, but it's a Saison uh, aged in, uh, in oak. Voter age. Um, it's got some wildflower honey, lemon balm, and chamomile. So. Mm, that's an interesting mix there. Yeah, that's, it sounds almost like uh, we were talking about it being hot. It almost sounds like suntan lotion, like it might be nice just on the skin. <laughs> <laughs> Throw some essential oils in there, you're good to go. Yeah, if you, do, if you don't want to drink it, you can definitely uh, cool off on the outside. I, I see that it here that it's a collaboration with Garage Project. That's pretty cool. And the label is very, um, it's very African themed, this mm. one, so as the name might imply. Um, but it's really cool. It's got a cool looking moth on it with some like African tribal patterns. Um, We're on yeah. video. Let me, let, let's see that. Let me, let me see that. Oh, yeah. Ah, okay. So I think I have seen this before. I have seen it, especially like at Whole Foods here in, in Orange County. We should say also Brewery Turo, local to us. I, I feel, was going to say, how did you get that? I, I'm a little, I'm a little surprised. Like I feel like we should have grabbed some local uh, North Carolina beers. Yeah, something's wrong here. We we bring you on to get some diversity, and you're just bringing Southern California <laughs> beer. What's going on? Oh, uh, listen, I have plenty of Southern beer uh, designers and brewers coming up in our list later. Don't worry. Okay, perfect. But really, how did you get that? Uh, I got it at a wonderful bottle shop here in downtown, beautiful downtown Wilmington, North Carolina. I was just looking for cool labels, and this was one of the cooler ones that I found. That's awesome. I like the the color tones in that. It's really nice. Yeah, really earthy. All right, Tim, what do you have? Uh, I have one that I've actually been sitting on probably for, I don't know, maybe four or five months now. Mm-hmm. Um, I have uh, Streetlights from Highland Park. This is an Imperial Stout, um, and it's actually a collaboration with Jackie O's. Okay. Um, I saw, I on, honestly, this I bought it purely for the label. 
Um, I, I saw it on a couple of my beer friends had it on their Instagram and I was like, Oh, that's really cool. I got to find that. So I tracked it down and I, I didn't even care what the beer was. Honestly, I just wanted to get it because I love the label. Um, it seems to have some pretty solid reviews. Um, it's a 12.5%, um, Imperial stout, which is not exactly the thing that I want on a hot day, but I brought it in cause we're doing a design show. This one actually, um, it has wildflower honey in it as well from Ventura, California, which is about an hour north of us here in Santa Monica. Um, and it's aged with coconut and almonds. Um, it says more coconut and almonds than Highland Park has ever used ever, which is pretty cool. Um, and it also is their most expensive beer that they've ever made, at least to the date of when this came out. Um, I think I paid ten fifty for this one can. This one can. It was eleven bucks when I was uh, over at Highland Park a couple months ago, mm-hmm. um, and they had them just sitting out. Like you're buying one, you're not getting a four pack <laughs> of this. This is true. All right, now let's round it out, Kyle. What did you bring? Uh, I brought Omnipolo's Bianca. This is an ale with natural flavor, they say, and lactose added. Um, it's a sour goza. I believe it's their mango lassi goza. Yes, it's the, got mango puree, I think. Yeah, so it's got it's got some mango in there, um, but it's listed as a sour. So I'm I'm curious to know like what what side of the spectrum it goes on. Um, but we talked about the fruited sours last week yep. and wanting a little bit more out of it. You know, a little more juiciness. And I think I, Omnipolo is known for their like very intense, uh, sometimes artificially intense beers, um, kind of viscous, kind of um, take the style and crank it up to 11. Speaking of, I mean, we're going to get into this, but have you seen their stuff that they put on their Instagram? I think they just, didn't they just post some stuff about how they brewed the thickest beer ever? And it basically looked like literally like tar sliding down a glass. Yes, exactly. Oh my gosh. Uh, Something about the original gravity being super, 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 super high. Um, So yeah, it, Pretty interesting. I think I found this. It's usually in my cellar. Like I'll write down the the purchase location when I get it. But I can't remember where I got this. It may have been from Tavor. Okay, um, I've seen that one around at um, a couple of local shops mm-hmm. in my area. the The colors are really nice. I love that the the pattern on the feather. Yeah, yeah. It's got got sort of this like purpley feather on the front. Omnipolo is known for a lot of their you know very s- simple uh, but but really stylized labels i should note also before we do um for those listening obviously you can't see any of this so not only will we include links to the untapped pages for these beers but i will track down some label artwork and link that in as well so you can check it out yeah one of the things i i do like uh, i know we'll get into it a little deeper but um omnipolo isn't one that i mentioned later so i figure i may as well do this now uh carl grandin uh is the designer for a lot of what omnipolo puts out and the consistency between the different designs for Omnipolo's beers and the use of type and it just I I love pretty much everything they ever do. Uh Nebuchadnezzar, like all of those are so, so, so stylized and very cool. It smells like a smoothie. It smells like walking it into Jamba Juice. It's I get sweethearts. Because it's it's got like that unripe strawberry kind of un uh, smell to it but fruit like unmistakably fruit yes definitely getting fruit honey and almonds for it smells like um granola like a granola bar a little bit like honey and almond making me even more sad that i can't try that sorry mine is mine there's a lot of honey in mine too so yeah i'm getting i'm getting the like a s- sweet honey is coming off of this pretty strong for this um the highland park street lights that is incredible are you kidding i expected so you said 11.3 there is no way that this is 12.5 like it it is so mellow so freakishly easy drinking it's been hanging out in the fridge at home for a while now i don't even remember when they put this out but it's had some time to sit in the can so i'm not sure if that's done anything to it it's it is like it's not that sweet either the it's oh really no the Mm -hmm. the nose is sweet It, it i get like this multi savory roasty character to it but there's honey on top it's like somebody poured honey on top of the roasty malty but but <laughs> not, but not honey in a like crystallized sugar kind of way not like honey that you've 
no, not like honey from the bear. I'm thinking like farmer's market honey. Like biting into a honeycomb almost. Yes, yes, yeah. Uh, a honey-based dessert or something sure. that is, yeah. So, okay. Something where you're balancing the sweetness with a lot of roast and and not smoke necessarily, but just deep, 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 deep multi-character. Now that we've talked about these, Ryan, how's yours? Um, yeah, so this brewery to row, I taste a lot of honey. It's really, really forward. Um, when you're pour- when when I was pouring into the glass, like it looked like I was pouring honey, like the the um, consistency opaque. or the the um, color, like the color. Okay. Yeah, super opaque. Um, it's really good, uh, and there's a lot of honey. There's almost too much honey for me. Um, but uh, honey's great. There's a lot of chamomile in there too. This is a really good beer. I it's not something I would typically go to just based on flavor, but. Yeah, I, I'm pleasantly surprised. It says wild, enticing nectar, and nectar is like the best word I could think of to describe this. What uh, what about the the sort of texture of it? Because when you say honey, you you kind of your mind instantly goes to like this slow drip, viscous kind of like omnipolo esque uh, type beer. But is it is it kind of thin with honey sweetness, or is it what's it like? That's I. I don't know. It's hard for me to say. It's, it tastes a little thicker than normal, like than a normal Goza. Um, I'm, I'm used to drinking a lot of Gozas, like margarita-style Gozas. So it definitely tastes thicker than those. Yeah. Uh, all I can say is that this beer is delicious, and it's got a lot of honey and a lot of chamomile with medium viscosity. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. Nice. Nice. This Omnipolo is very interesting. It's, um, it's, it's not, not tart. tart. Jinx. That was weird. Yeah. <laughs> I won't even have to sync that up in post. It's fine. <laughs> it starts off kind of a little like like I want to say sweet tarts because it's a nice balance. It's like it's fruit. It's it's like you said, like unripe strawberries almost. It's unripe fruit. It's unripe fruit. Getting. Yeah, I'm getting that. But it's it's sweet, but it's got that little tang, but not like so much that I want to pucker my face. And then the end of it kind of trails into a little bit of a bitter aftertaste like slight it's yeah not it's not dry. like a ho- it's not it's, hops it's no. just it just kind of fades it's very interesting yeah so this one actually comes in at 3.94 average with 21 and a half thousand ratings so that's i mean that is an incredible incredible statistic one of the things that i'm surprised that i'm not getting more of and i've I've enjoyed uh, Gozas with lactose, especially from Grimm. They do this, uh, I believe it's a single hop series that they do with Grimm, but they are Gozas or Sours with lactose. And they're kind of like dessert beers a little bit. Sour with lactose, I expected a lot more um, dessert quality or almost like like you taste the lactose as a creamsicle type okay, flavor yeah. with mango. Like mango lassi. It, you get this kind of like rich, rich mango flavor with yogurt. Like you want to taste the yogurt when you think of mango lassi. And I, I'm i not getting that with this. Like I almost want to just put creamer in this beer. It sounds awful. Well, I, I had um, I had a beer um, over the weekend that it was an IPA with like um, oranges and something else. And it had lactose added. It was from Nishemini, and I got it in a trade from um, a guy named Brian out in, um, I think he's in Philly. Anyway, I, I had it, and I was like, oh, Kyle loves these lactose and these milkshakes, and he always talks about, like, the, the texture. And I had it, and I was like, this is really, really good, but the texture, I'm not getting that what I expect from, like, lactose. So I'm kind of, this is also a little bit of a, I don't want to say it's a letdown in any way, because it's really good, but that you're kind of, when you, when I hear lactose now, I'm thinking milkshake, mm-hmm. but then it's not necessarily the case all the or time. Or even like thick or kind of like... Uh, yeah. M- yeah. Whatever, whatever character is imparted by sort of the milk sugars. Interestingly enough, this um, this Highland Park Streetlights, it's got a 4.17 rating with only 710 ratings. It's expensive. It's, yeah. Not- <laughs> <laughs> you gotta really want it. Yeah. But that's, I mean, that's the other thing. It's like a lot of these beers, especially stouts, um, get limited release. And get very, very, very highly rated on Untapped, and not that many folks get to try it. And it's really unfortunate, but kind of is how it is. Yeah, um, I love the branding of that Highland Park beer. I do mention Highland Park later. Oh, good, good, but good. I, I think that can is probably one of their nicer looking ones. Yeah, I love, I, I love Matt. 
a lot of cans are reflective and shiny. Sorry, we're going to, I'm jumping the gun, but yeah. like a lot of cans are very like glossy and shiny and I love a good matte black. Mm-hmm. Um, I picked up this one beer when I was up in Vancouver. It was like a um, Sputnik stout. I can't remember who it was from, but it was a bottle and the bottle had a matte black paint over it. And it was so cool. The whole bottle? Yeah, like the whole bottle was matte black. Have any of you had any of these beers we are enjoying right now? Let us know what you thought on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram by tagging us at Untapped. All right, and I wanted to move us on to more of a design-focused conversation. We, we talked a lot about design. Uh, when we were going over the beers that we're having today, but uh, there's a lot more beer out there to talk about. And there are some really cool artists and photographers and designers and agencies doing really good work in the beer industry. And I wanted to highlight some of the ones that I like personally, and I'm, I'm sure you guys have a list as well. Uh, most of the links I have come from Instagram because of the absolute incredible photogenic character of beer and now especially with hazy ipas the instagram culture of beer has exploded and i think that's carrying over to what brewers consider for beer design and uh, how much money they're willing to spend on the whole design process and doing these different iterations of a beer it's not just for stuff that ends up at a total wine anymore It's for cans and bottles, especially cans, that folks are going to wait in line for hours upon hours to pick up. It will be yearly releases. It'll be one-offs. I I think it's just a really exciting time for beer design, and I I wanted to highlight a couple of of breweries that I like and, and a couple of photographers that I like, so... I mean, as everyone should know, it's all about visuals in a lot of places. I mean, there are a lot of companies that have started kind of doing like the anti-visual so that they stand out. But honestly, marketing and product is all about the label or the package design because that's what catches people um, or at least your general consumer. And I think the same goes in the craft beer industry um, at the at a time when so many beers seem to blend together or everybody's doing the same styles. You have to be unique and stand out somehow. And that standout has to not necessarily just be in what the beer you're making or the, the ingredients that are in it, but also what it looks like. And I think to your point, that's why there's been a lot of focus on that, especially in the age of social media and Instagram blowing up as it is, you, you have to have these interesting visuals and eye catching things to get people excited. Um, because that's kind of the lead in, you're not going to know what the beer tastes like. You're going to have a brewery being like, hey, we have this new beer coming out. You're like, oh, okay, cool. I mean, it sounds good, but it's just another, I don't know, hazy IPA. What sets it apart? You're like, oh, shoot, that label looks so cool or, you know, something like that. And that's what gets people there. Reminds me of this or it's it's like drawing on the nostalgia of the time that we grew up in. And so it's, you know, right down our alley. The first one I wanted to highlight was Alvarado Street. They're based out of Monterey, Salinas area, sort of central coast. Um, they do they do some series that are the same. So they've got like the All Absolutes, uh, the Minesweeper, a couple other beers that that sort of follow a the same uh, template with an image below it, and those look really great. But they also do one offs, things that look like a meme. And that just wraps completely around the can. Uh, they've got stuff that is called Cool Runoff. I was just looking at that. It's sort of like a... Cool a, Runnings knockoff. Yeah. It's great. Cool, yeah, pretty good. And then they've got one with a Drake lookalike. I believe that is a brewer on there, but it's a guy looking at beer and shunning it, you know, from his, from his video. Memeing it. Yeah. And then a a bottle of champagne and he's like that's that's the one that's that's the one i like anyway it it i love alvarado street's beers first of all they're they're very like fresh ingredients uh they're making waves in craft beer right now but their branding is on point and and i really like it it's very eclectic like it's all over the place i'm seeing like they have some series that stay but a lot of it's just all they they have kind of like their standards in this sort of half and half um, diagonal swoosh going down the can um, but then a lot of the one-off 16-ouncers, they're very unique and different and very colorful, very eye-catching. I'm a big fan of their standard series. I I love the design system. <laughs> yeah. 
And I like when that's done really well. Minesweeper looks like they're doing it really well. Alvarado's true, I'd say. Uh, another one that sort of falls along those same lines is um, Cerebral Brewing from uh, Denver, Colorado. They do pretty much the same template with different colors and images, but the type is very DDC, Ryan. You will, you will be all over this. It's the very last link here uh, on Cerebral. But their their look is very, very good. I haven't had a chance to go out there. I know Greg, uh, our CTO and co-founder, has been out there, and I am just I, writhing with jealousy uh, at that fact. But I've been out to Colorado, haven't been to Cerebral yet. Um, next one I wanted to talk about was Temescal. Uh, they are a, like, Oakland-based uh, place, and a lot of their branding is 80s and 90s reminiscent. It's it's light pinks it is um grids and i think one of the ones that really stood out to me uh recently was their beer called crowd favorite ipa and i've seen a couple of other breweries do this but this was the first i saw so it really caught my eye it looks like the package of fireworks that you would pick up at one of those like wooden stands out in the middle of nowhere. Oh yeah, no, that's that's the first thing I saw this pop up in my feed, and the first thing I was like, oh my gosh, this is taking me back to going down to the stand, buying a package of fireworks, yep. going a couple counties down just to make sure that you got the good stuff. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that one was really cool. I I will say though that that's reminiscent of just anywhere in the south all year long. <laughs> 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 yeah that one's really cool i like that a lot yeah so take a look well obviously we're putting links to all these things in the show notes uh but temescal also does some really nice photography very like tropical themed uh bright colors pinks light blues stuff like that i feel like i should be playing pogs or something when i drink this stuff um but it's yeah that's that's one i like a lot i'm looking forward to the next one you're about to cover here uh field work brewing yes so I, you've been out a few times uh yes i've been well i've been to two of their breweries locations in the same trip so okay yeah go Fair. with that yeah anyway I, I the first introduction that i had to them was like the topographical maps mm-hmm. in the background and i'm always like i love that kind of style of like an old school like topographical looking map with all the notation on it and just the different check marks and kind of the technical notes and they do a lot of this interesting like um full picture wraps on their cans and then when they post this the pictures you can see if you go to their um their instagram um they'll usually do three cans of it slightly rotated so you can see the full wrap but it's over the top of the image that they're using um which is such a cool setup yeah that's really nice and then they have a really good system too the the branding the way that they kind of like um show their notes um it's very it, it plays off of the whole field work idea of like um planning and mapping and outdoors and um the way that they do their type it's got like this john muir vibe that yes. i can't shake yes that, that is really good um field work i i should say i have leveled uh the photogenic brew badge myself up to level 100 so if you're interested in seeing any of these especially fieldworks beers i have gone to literal fields to take photos of of that beer um and it blends in so well it is beautiful it it is very photogenic i i love fieldworks that branding kind of all around um but yeah, I'm 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 on board with everything you said. I just saw Hazy Train, so now I, I'm like I need to point on 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 field work the uh, the always blue can. It's on their Instagram. You can go see it. It is just like a essentially a map, and it, it's so beautiful. Um, it looks like it's been photocopied a couple of times and then vectorized and sort of put onto this can label. It's really nice. I don't. This is a weird reference, but a long time ago, Subway sub restaurants used to wallpaper their walls in like old New York subway maps. Ah, uh, yeah. And this Wait, is what, it, this really? is what it reminds me of. And it's really beautiful. Oh, that's awesome. I had no idea. Yeah. I wish they still did that. I, I want to give a just a slight mention, a, a quick mention to Modern Times Beer. They've been putting some really great can art out. They, at one point, were strictly bottles and I believe small cans that all sort of followed the same uh, design template. But now they are expanding out into uh fully wrapped cans with really cool patterns awesome geometric style patterns and things like that i'll include one in the show notes that i especially like uh, i believe is for their five year it should be mentioned too that their logo type is phenomenal 
their script logo type. Oh yeah, really absolutely, absolutely. I mean, the the fact that they are able to still utilize something that is also so stylized with this that sort of sub branding of all geometric uh, cans, I think says a lot about the branding of a brewery versus the products that they put out and the like cans and can designs that they put out. It is half sort of about like embodying what the brewery is about. And it's also about like featuring designers and featuring artists on their cans. I know offshoot does a really good job of this, of, of labeling every single can on who designed it and, and kind of theming all of them together. And then there's a couple others I wanted to mention real quickly, not local stuff. Uh, Mars brewing out in Chicago does a really good job. I, all of the, branding that they that they do is really good they also did some uh recent pride month stuff which go look at their instagram it is very good uh aslan beer co out in like the baltimore uh uh, washington dc area you've mentioned this before their photography is pretty out there and cool yes it is very cool they do sort of like a mix of like one-off cans and geometric patterned ones um i like those a lot they're kind of in line with omnipolo and uh, modern times a bit. Uh, and then other half in New York, it makes some really cool looking stuff. A lot of their collaborations have been really cool patterns. A lot of those, the monkish collaborations, the potatoes mm-hmm. and the swirls and, or even just like all green, everything. It, mm-hmm. it is a, just like, um, what's, what's the word for that? Like a luster green on top of a bright silver can. And it doesn't wrap from top to bottom. It is kind of just in the middle and that maybe that's for cost, but maybe that's just for style. I, I love the way it looks. Um, and then they've got like the whole fruit or fruit and vegetable and brie series. Mm-hmm. Uh, those are those are really neat too. Those, um, those remind me of a trapper keeper. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Early nineties. <laughs> yes, yeah, almost on the the Temescal beer uh, style. Then I'll just wrap up uh, my very extensive long list here uh, briefly with some folks that I follow that do beer photography. On Instagram, uh, Hop Culture Mag uh, magazine is very cool. Yeah, you turn I, you turn me on to that one. That's a really I just I account. love that I can see who also liked other posts on Instagram. So it's it's sort of like seeing um, what friends you have in common almost on Untapped, but kind of seeing seeing commonalities um, in in folks that you follow. Uh, Ellie Tracks on Instagram does the photography for Aslan Beer. A lot of the different Aslan beers she'll do the photos for. And there is some behind the scenes stuff. This too. this photo on her account for the Raspberry Sparkle, Raspberry Sparkler um, from Lone Pine Brewing is awesome. Like this American flag in the background with a sparkler going off. That is spectacular. Yeah. It's got a That's girls really and good. craft uh, tulip glass in there too, yeah. which is, which is really neat. Um, the one next to it actually with the bear and the Aslan beer yeah, that inside. One's cool too. So she did this behind the scenes of like putting those fireworks back there. Oh wow. There's a video. And yeah. Oh my she, God. She poured <laughs> this it in is there. insane. They're running away from it. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it, it's really That's good stuff. It's really impressive. Uh, what some of these photographers will go through. Uh, Paul Shim is another one. Beers with Shim. Uh, he does some behind the scenes stuff on Instagram TV that I've watched recently. He gave us a nice shout out on Instagram TV. So thanks, Paul. Heather Lewis uh, or Beer Biddy on Instagram is a local uh, who works for uh, Brooklyn Beer Company. Oh, cool. She's down down in San Diego. She takes some really great photos. And then uh, Beer Breath Co., who is Justin Graziano. Um, I, I I love I love the like super simple backdrops. Omnipolo is featured a few times. A lot of cerebral some Temescal. It's, it's just a good look. So we'll put those all in the show notes. Uh, guys, I hope you, you can see that there's a theme that I have in, in a lot of the designs I like. I, I like geometric stuff. I like bright colors. I don't think I do enough of that in my day to day. And so I am extremely excited when my beers can embody that, that type of design and, and aesthetic. Thank you for indulging me. Uh, this is like the only time that I really get to nerd out on this kind of stuff. And it it means so much, especially in a world where I'm sure we all sort of chose our beers from their looks to begin with. It was never about knowing anything about craft beer. It was always like, Pyramid looks cool. I'm, let's try that one. Uh, and, and How could you resist a pyramid on the top of the tap handle? Yeah. I mean, it's a... It, <laughs> 
All right, so Ryan's up next. So I, here's the diversity, Tim, that you asked for. There are a couple of California breweries in here, at least one. Um, but so I'll start with, uh, I sort of took Kyle's lead. Um, I'm going to start off with some cool local stuff. Um, first thing that I wanted to talk about is Burial. Um, so Burial's out in Asheville. So not really local to Wilmington, but Wilmington's tiny. So if I'm talking about local, I got to expand to the state. Um, so Burial does some really beautiful uh, can designs. And the thing that gets me about Burial is illustration, uh, which is probably my theme, Kyle. Mm-hmm. Um, so Burial does some really cool stuff. There's lots of skulls involved. It seems, yeah, it's got a very like, um, it's got a little bit more of like a, a metal It's a metal illustration, yeah. Illustration kind of thing. If you had to put a musical genre to these cans, it would definitely be like, stoner rock we're talking like mastodon that kind of thing it has that theme um so yeah i really love burial i love their illustrations uh i, I love their sort of metal theme um i also want to talk about high wire uh, high wires out of uh, north carolina as well but the the person that does most of the illustrations for uh high wire is actually in wilmington um so that's really cool her name's char odin uh char like charlotte c-h-a-r uh C-H-A-R-O-D-E-N.com is her website, but she does some really beautiful illustrations for their standard series. They're very, these are very clean. Like, sim- I don't want to, simplistic seems like such, I don't know if simplistic's like a, a positive, but I like how clean they look. Very colorful, like to the point. Yeah, the, so probably the best idea you're going to get for Highwire is actually on their website, not their Instagram, but they have a sour series that is really, really nice. Uh, lots of geometric patterns almost but they're not really patterns so much as just geometric shapes um, with different colors and there are a few patterns in there but they're really nice um really beautiful colors uh the standard series is the the charlotte and stuff and her illustrations are really great um so definitely check her out wow i i should say too you mentioned a sour they've got a sour blonde with lemon and rosemary it's got this like super elongated kind of letter o on it the bottle just looks, I mean, I'll send it to you, but this bottle, it just looks amazing. I was scrolling down through here and is it's not even, it's literally black with white writing, but the 10, the 10 W 40 stout, that's such a cool looking can. And then I was going back up. I'm like, Oh wait, there's a white 10 W 40. That's the horchata version, which has a really nice, like white to like a caramel fade mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. It's almost like a, like a gallon of paint. It looks like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And not only is that a beautiful label, but if you put horchata in something, I am absolutely going to drink it. Oh, yeah. nice. Can, can, someone's going to correct us. It's horchata. Yes. Just, all right. Oh, all right. Okay. That's fine. <laughs> well, hey, we're from North Carolina down here. We don't know that it's, we don't know that the H is silent. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, I get it. I get it. <laughs> um, so I also want to just uh, quickly, um, Birdsong Brewery does some really nice stuff, uh, particularly their rewind and flake pa- baked plastic trees. You throw it on Radiohead reference, I'm on board. Um, so we also have uh, Full Steam Brewery, which is really big here in North Carolina. Um, they do some really beautiful typography, uh, particularly particularly their paycheck and humidity I really love. They have some really great beers. If you like basil, the Southern basil, if you can get it, is really great. And their coffee is for closers, is really good too. All, all this is is just a list of beers that Ryan needs to send us, right? Basically. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll do, I'll do my best guys. Um, so last one I want to want to highlight for local stuff is Sycamore. They are out of Charlotte. And so this is one of those, um, one of those breweries that does pretty much the same can every time, but the color choices and, uh, the, um, typography for each of those cans is so nice. Um, it's done in such a really great way. Um, they'll utilize not just a solid color for their labels, but sometimes they'll do, uh, a nice pattern in the background or like some kind of, some kind of gradient or this moon juice is really good looking. Yeah. That's yes. Oh yeah. That one's really nice. Looking. That is nice. Yeah. yeah it's, now the consistency here is what I like a lot. Yeah. I love when it's like um, only one or two elements change, but everything else is the same because you, you know what it is and you, 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 you have a, a muscle memory recognition of it, mm-hmm. but they all look a little different and that's the intriguing part. Right. Yeah. Well, and, and the other thing is, I think, too, that once you sort of get the 
formula, if you would, for where you can put the UPC, where the legal copy goes, where the, the uh, like in California, the CRV. That is, you know, that's a very good point. Something that I don't think anybody really realizes is how much goes into making sure that you have all the legal requirements. Oh, yeah. And every label does, I believe, have to get approved by the um, alcohol board. Yep. So just there's it's more it's more than just slapping a bunch of crap onto a can. It's like you you have to make sure that everything is the right size and that you account for the legal and for the government warnings and the UPC. So there's a lot more that goes to goes into it for a designer to do than just throw a picture on there. And some of we don't have any examples of these, I don't think, but. Uh, some of the cool stuff that people do with the UPC codes is really nice. Um, Six Point is an example. They have the New York City skyline almost is their UPC. I think they have like the Statue of Liberty and the Empire State Building built into it. Um, that's a really cool one that I've seen. Yeah. So other stuff that I, I'll mention real quick, Rheingeist in Cincinnati. I became aware of these guys because they did a really nice video of um, they put a GoPro on one of their cans and they sent it through the canning process in their brewery. Um, and that video is so cool. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. I gotta, if you find that, please send it. Yeah, I will send it. I'll, uh, I'll try to, I'll get a link for you, but, um, they're, they're another, so here's another theme for me. I, I like these beers that have a cons- consistent branding and that change up the colors and typography and patterns. Ryan Geis is another one of those. Also, there's a skull involved. <laughs> uh, just a third theme. <laughs> well, they do. <laughs> Which it's, I, it's not only their beers too. It's their ciders. And their IPAs and every everything that they do sort of has that same vibe to it. it there, are, there are slight differentiations between the two, but it's still very similar. Do you see their cider logo, how the skull changes? Yes. Yeah. To the, the apple cider. versus the the droplet. Yeah. Yeah. That's really nice. It's a really nice touch. Um, yeah. So Ryan Geist is a really good one. Um, uh, where are we at? Hudson Valley Brewing is really nice. Here again with the illustrations, like... They're so varied and so vibrant um, and so different than what you would normally see. There's actually a little bit of a McKellar feel in some of these. Yeah. Uh, wavy lines, like lots of wavy. Wavy, <laughs> wavy lines. Yeah. 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 Uh, so that one's great. Um, also, well, so we can all get around this next one. Bottle logic. And you, and your neck of the woods, Kyle. Anaheim. Bottle logic is so good. Everything they put out is so good. Uh, and it's all done by Emmerich Office. Um, that's E-M-R-I-C-H Office. They're on Instagram. Follow them. They do some of the best beer branding in the industry, in my opinion. Uh, they do Pale Fire. They do, um, they do so many, so many different breweries, and everything they do is just like the best of the best. Um, their illustrations are great. Their typography is great. They are just so good. The branding for um for bottle logic is so spectacular and on point across everything. It's, it's very, it's very sci-fi comic nerd. Yeah. And, um, and then you take that and the one, like the, the one-off series that they do here and there. Um, I can't remember the name, but this, like the sour series that they were doing. I know they do the, the fundamental series where they've got sort of the, the cellaring beers, anything that's in a bottle. We should say too their whole week of logic gets a different theme every year. And this year was sort of this like Safari, Indiana jungle, Jones. jungle cruise. Yeah. Indiana Jones. Yeah. Very yeah, cool. And, and we shouldn't forget that we did a seven city tour stop there. That's right. At, and they made a custom, uh, badge for us or a custom coaster. I you, think it, was, it was a sticker. You, you sticker. have yeah. no yeah, idea sticker. how excited I was to see that. It yeah. was pretty cool. Yeah. That, that was great. Greg brought me one back oh. and I was very, very excited to get it. Um, <laughs> It's on their Instagram, actually. Yep. Yep. It's really beautiful. Um, I also want to mention real quick uh, Almanac. The guys that over at DNG uh, do Almanac, uh, or I'm sorry, DKNG. Um, they also do a lot of gig posters and stuff. Their stuff is really great. And uh, last one I want to mention is uh, Narragansett. I. This is not a cool brewery. That's not cool design necessarily. But their cans are so classic and and so traditional. I I can't I can't get enough of seeing their their can their traditional Narragansett Lager can. It's great. Um, so that's something to check out too. Well, there is something about I love, like I love those old cans. oh yeah. yeah yeah they've got a very classic feel. That's what I was gonna say. Like there's something about classic beers, even like the the legacy of a beer brand that's been around for a really long time, um, and and how recognizable or how 
classic it is rather than feeling the need to like like ryan mentioned earlier sort of subway it up a bit and like change your branding every 10 years there are brands who have been the same from the very beginning i have a i have one of those posters um in my apartment of um like the old school beer cans um all kinds of different old school beer branding um like rusty pop top style cans where they're just it's like a grid of like uh five by eight i think all lined up and on a white background it's always inspired me to try and kind of make like a retro vibe for some of our branding here and there just for like fun like throwback stuff um haven't quite gotten there but it's always something that i've wanted to do um yeah one of the i think the first beer branding that i have um memory that i have is iron city beer out of pittsburgh and my grandfather is a was a uh diehard iron city drinker and their branding was much like narragansett very classic um you can sort of picture like the dad in the 60s outside building a free house sipping on his iron city on his brakes kind of thing and it's a that's one of a lasting memory i always have um with beer branding for sure so yeah, some of those designers that we were talking about of those breweries, um, uh, I think I mean, we mentioned Emmerich Office, which is uh, Bottle Logic. Uh, Helms Workshop has done a lot of great work. Um, I think the mo- one of the most recent things they did were a rebrand for Highland in Asheville, uh, which is really good. Um, Ebbing Branding is a guy in Wilmington. Uh, so here's the local stuff again. Um, he's done some really good stuff for Cigar City and a few other larger breweries. Uh, check them out. That's E-B-B-I-N-G, Ebbing Branding. Kendrick Kid is a good one. Follow on Instagram, DKNG Studios. I think I mentioned them. And that that's about it. I oh, we should give some give Canada Canada some love. Uh, that's Bellwoods Brew Brewery. Um, they do some really fantastic work. They have like a very uh, Art Nouveau postery style on some of their stuff. Uh, they're really great. Um, Canada doesn't get a lot of craft beer love, I feel like. So <laughs> we should we should shout them out. Oh, this is bit. very cool. Yeah. These are nice. Very, it's got a very nice, um, like classic retro vet factory vibe going on. Also, very colorful mm-hmm. on some of these. Yeah, and they've got a really cool uh, Woodstock play too on their Instagram. If you check that out, it's called Witchstock. Nice. <laughs> but that's it for me. I think you should also mention uh, Harvey Shepard from Oh Beautiful Beer. Uh, he's an untap user and the baseball fan that I, I follow on Twitter. And has been covering uh, beer design for I don't know how many years. A long time, at long least time. as long as Untapped's been around. Yeah, 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 yeah quite a while. Yeah, so th- we have the, we have the oh, beautiful beer book in the Wilmington office. Ah, yes, yeah, haven't seen that before. Yeah. Absolutely recommend buying that book if you're into this kind of stuff. It is it is a gorgeous book. All right, awesome, Tim. You are up. Uh, thanks for still listening. If you're still listening, people. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's not as exciting um, listening to people describe That's visuals, it. but you know, we're 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 doing it for fun here. Um, That's what show notes are for. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Exactly. Go into uh, wherever you listen to your podcast, find the show notes, click the links, follow along. It's that easy. Uh, no, I've I've only got a couple of things because I figured you guys had some nice lists there, so I just wanted to round it out with a couple of extra links here. Um, one that I do want to point out is Fort Point Beer. Um, they do some really, really awesome line work. Um, all their, their cans and their artwork, it's very, it's got a nice pattern, a lot of line art. It reminds me a lot of some of the stuff that you've done for us, Ryan, um, with the, um, elements and the, uh, untapped anatomy shirt, uh, that same sort of kind of idea of very line arty. It also reminds me of, uh, no lie brewery, N-O-O dash L-I, uh, out of Spokane. There's a lot of that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's true. It's different colors, different illustrations. Um, it's very simple. It's very clean. Um, it stands out really well. Uh, just something that I've really always liked. Um, and you did mention the, you said no no lie, right? Yep. Um, I, I've seen their stuff around. I think I saw some of it on Dribble originally. Um, so I should and- say that's where I saw Emmerich Office first as well. It was only on Dribble, And they we're posting like bottle logic logos before bottle logic had launched. And I was like, what is this? It says it's Anaheim. I have to know more. <laughs> and that, I mean, that is what that was. That's probably what also got me interested in, in Oh Beautiful Beer and just continued like cascading my love for both design and craft beer hand in hand. Dribble is absolutely a great place to, to check out some stuff, even stuff that doesn't make it into production. Yeah. If you, if you, uh, type no, uh, craft beer into dribble search, you'll find some, some really great gems. 
Uh, and then the uh, other brewery that I did want to give a shout out to was Brewery West uh, down here in San Pedro, uh, which is, uh, I don't know, about 30, 40 minutes south of where we are right now. Their cans are super cool. Uh, their standard series, they put a nice, you know, big oval label on, just slap it onto a silver can. Um, and the different styles uh, of artwork are very interesting. But a lot of their one-offs, their anniversaries and some of the stuff they've been doing recently... Uh, like the Falling Water or um, Super Collider, I believe it was. Super Collider is so good. It is so, so, so good. It's not uh, Alligator. I have actually on the back of my laptop just the die cut stickers and like so good. So is it's the labels are actually not just one label. They basically it, it's a, a pattern of individual small stickers. Right, and I'm I what I want I want to go there, and I want to be like, how the hell are you guys doing this? Because I picture people putting it on by hand, and I want every can to be different, but I know that's not the case. So it's probably like a, a backed adhesive, um, you know, lay it on, peel the top layer adhesive off, or something like that, like but vinyl, like a vinyl, yeah, wrap like kinda. a vinyl almost, but it's mm. it's not vinyl yeah. anyway. It, it it's made up of a bunch of different individual pieces. Some of them overlap, some of them don't. It kind of makes almost like a mosaicy image. That's not perfect. It's it, and it's all on this bright silver can. Um, I it every time they put one of those out, it kind of blows my mind. Not just how they produce it, um, but how how do you even come up with that? You know, like thinking about it, how do you even come up with the idea to do that? And even just the cost. If you're talking about uh, operating cost for putting out cans, and depending on how many you put out, obviously is that's one thing, but. The the fact that the dies for these different beers are different for the the cutting of the stickers that go on the outside, they're all different, or they, at least they place them differently. It makes for a very, not just graphically unique experience, but also the texture. It's got actual texture to where the stickers are versus where the can is. Yes, which is also, that's also a good point to bring up. That's one of the reasons I like the matte cans. That texture is very interesting. And the same thing goes with this with the um, Brewery West cans. You kind of, as you you feel it, you feel the the difference in the texture of the can versus like the sticker being raised. It's very cool. Yeah, and we should say too that Matt Varnish is the designer of those. Uh, looks like most of them. Um, yeah, that's, and what, that's, that's Matt what, that's, Matt Varnish on Instagram. That's what goes around the outside, I think, to make it so it's not shiny. No, no, I mean that's the name of the designer. <laughs> oh my gosh. What is happening right now? Welcome to Kyle. Yeah. <sighs> I always get tricked by Kyle. I know. He's I'm joking so... before I know he's joking. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. And the, the last uh, the last shout out that I want to give is to a beertography account um, that I started following when I was looking for some inspiration for social content. And it, as much as I wish I, I'm, I'm inspired by it and have yet to actually fulfill my inspiration. Um, but uh, beer lives here. It is an Instagram account by DStecco, who's actually, um, I believe, from Asheville. Uh, yeah, from Asheville, North Carolina. So semi-local to you there, uh, Ryan. But this account is yeah. just beautiful. Um, the beers take on uh, the themes. So like um, you get a fruit beer. She like puts the fruit surrounding the bottle. Um, roses around some of them. There's uh, it, It's just really cool the way that the patterns and the integration of the ingredients into the picture on a white background. Um, very beautiful. This Finback one I saw and I was like, how is that? Like, that has to be from Finback, right? Like the, the photo has to be Finback branded and it's not, it's just like uh, tying in Finback's sort of, you know, branding and design with what you end up putting on around the outside is very cool. Yeah. She's got so many good photos in here. Seriously. This dogfish one with the morals, uh, the, the garden. Yeah. These are great. These are really good. The sol- the solid gold lager with the corn and um yeah. I mean, yeah, you could just go on and on. And they're so clean and so simplistic and yeah, I just I absolutely love this account. I think it's safe to say that we can sum this up by saying that there is a lot of amazing design and amazing designers within the beer industry. And while some of those designers may not be solely doing, you know, beer branding all the time, they sure have done an amazing job at it yep yeah agreed and i, I think the photographers have also done a really good job at highlighting the fact that craft beer does focus so heavily on design and makes it really a differentiating factor um in 
why people choose beers and and what pulls them into uh, trying craft beer for the first time, things like that. And some of these photographers also the fact that we, I mean, we see it all the time with untapped photos. Like what's, what's a beer photo? It's a pint glass. It's beer inside of the pint glass. It's some sort of a background, maybe a table, maybe a can, maybe something blurred out. You're like, you're, it, you're, it's, okay, it's, you're it's, trying to downplay my photos. That's fine. I'll take it personally, <laughs> but that's okay. I'm not at all. I, I love your photos. Why do you think that I post them so much on our social accounts? Stop it. All right. All right. Okay. All right. When you start putting moral mushrooms in your photos, Kyle, then we'll talk about it. Well, that's the thing. Like there's so much that you can do with it. And I think a lot of the people that we've highlighted, um, they've taken it to another level to take it beyond just the fact that it's like a beer in a glass. And I think that's just so creative and spectacular. Want to show off your love of Untapped? Check out our online store and pick up Untapped branded glassware, shirts, sweatshirts, hats, and more. Go to store.untapped.com and enter the coupon code PODCAST at checkout to get 20% off all orders. That's store.untapped.com coupon code PODCAST to get 20% off. All right, show notes are available at podcast.untapped.com. And if you've got any questions for us, be sure to connect with us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. It's at Untapped Everywhere. We've got an Instagram, too, that I, I sometimes post photos to. Uh, so I recommend <laughs> that you go check those out. And like anyone that is tagged with Kyle in it. That's right. Yeah, so you can follow me as well if you if you feel like following my personal account at Kyle Roderick. Yes, they have some great beer photos in there. Um, obviously, if you have a second, please head over to Apple Podcasts, um, rate the show, leave a little review. Um, we'd love seeing what you have to say and trying to integrate your feedback. And it's always nice to um, hear that from our listeners. And obviously, the higher our ratings go, the higher up we climb in the charts and the more people find our show. Um, we would greatly appreciate that. And of course, we want to say thank you very much, Ryan, for being on the show today. It was great having you to discuss beer and design and uh, just banter around a little bit. Thanks so much for having me, guys. It was really fun. Hopefully we can do this again sometime. Absolutely. Until next week. Cheers. Cheers.